Welcome to season two of our Bold Conscious Connections podcast, where we bring you stories, conversations, and life experiences of those that have taken the journey and the leap of faith from employee to entrepreneurship. Every week, we will bring you interviews or messages from us about what it took for people to take this bold conscious journey. So without further ado, let's get into our episode today. Our conversation with Ryan Bucci was as heartwarming and fun and deep as it could get. Amazing. Ryan is a yogi, father, brother, entrepreneur, coach, and teacher and mentor. Ryan has spent time immersed in two different cultures while making full use of his international business degree. He played professional basketball in Italy for 14 years, which allowed him the opportunity to have profound experiences while making important connections across the two nations. He dedicated many years to perfecting his craft on the basketball court, shifting into sharing the love of the Italian peninsula with others by creating his own touring business known as Bucci Tours. Being bilingual in English and Italian, uh, it has opened many doors for Ryan to both privately and publicly, having taught and coached clients from both the US and Italy. His mission of sharing the light that he has cultivated consciously throughout his last 10 years is what keeps him focused and energized You can see this in this conversation coming up here with him. Spending time in nature, hiking, meditating, reading, listening to and playing music, riding his bike, sharing a fresh meal with friends, and most of all, being with his two amazing children is what he chooses to fill his days with. Ryan is in this world here to assist others in elevating their own awareness of consciousness finding their purpose and living a life that is deep in significance and in joy. Through personally crafted development programs and different options that he's provided to to others who are ready to take a step deeper into themselves and live life on a vibration of love, joy and evolution. Without further ado, here is our episode with Ryan Bucci. Hello, Ryan. Welcome to this episode with you. That's just, we're so honored to have you here today. Yes, welcome. Thank you, Raju. Thank you, Trisha. Honored to get to know you over the past year or so. You've been a friend, a client, and we're just delighted to see your journey, where you began, where you're going, what you've been doing, and where you're off to now with, with, new, with new transitions. Yeah, we're really excited to be able to host you so that you can share with our audience, who you are, and really, you know, who's Ryan Bucci? How did Ryan Bucci come to be? And, you know, who Ryan Bucci is becoming as we speak. So please take a few moments to introduce yourself and share with us, you know, what it is that um, has allowed you up to this point to take the journey you've taken from leaving a job to then launching your entrepreneurship journey. Yes, uh, thank you. Um, so yeah, Ryan Bucci, just turned 40 in January. Um, and I feel like this 40 is uh, ageless and timeless. I feel great, I'm energized, I'm invigorated, I'm full of enthusiasm and 
I am so excited to be walking this path of um, liberation. And that's what this is all about. Mm. Because we are only here for a certain amount of time and we cannot let that time slip away without doing and being what we want to do and who we really are. So just to put it in a nutshell to open up, um, my whole thing is doing what I want to do. And it's not a selfish thing. I feel that, you know, in my life, I've always uh, kind of projected that, you know, uh, before I was uh, mentioning about my, you know, father's basketball career, which he played in Italy for many, many years, and I followed his footsteps. I can't forget as a child seeing him play, you know, sparked that enthusiasm in me to want to follow his footsteps. And, you know, later on in life, I started realizing that I visualized that whole path that I created for myself. And, you know, through a bunch of ups and downs that a lot of us cross through in our lives, I feel that it's important to keep the vision alive and to uh, look at what you've done before and, and utilize that as something to move forward with. Because if we have done something before, we can do it again. It just depends on mm. where you want to allocate that energy and attention to. Oh, powerful start. Yes. You know, so for those of you listening, Ryan is wise. He may be 40 in this lifetime, but Ryan, you know, who knows? (laughs) (laughs) So you were a professional basketball player. You played in Italy and now you have a tour company. Tell us a little bit more about Um, what else you're doing today and how you're incorporating some of these practices and beliefs into your business? For sure. You know, uh, I fell in love with Italy at a young age, living there my whole life, and especially Sicily really opened my heart. That's where my daughter was born. Um, And that really was a, a moment that had a huge impact in my life. Um, I always regard it as possibly the most important. I know I don't like the label things, but it's right there. So, you know, for me, um, when my heart heart opened up, um, seeing her born, it kind of whole island. So, like that, the people that I've had the privilege to get to know over there, and um, the opportunity to play a professional sport and be paid to do something that you love to do, was what I always wanted to do. Uh, So, you know, Trisha, similar to something that you say, you know, like my work was always my play, literally. And that's the way I have decided to live my life then and still now. So, you know, um, when I uh, decided to hang up the shoes from playing, I started moving around the island of Sicily a little bit more and I just fell in love with it. And I started, you know, the messages were coming, the vision was there. I said, this is the land that I would love to show others and share with others that aren't familiar with the beauty and the gem that Sicily is. Mm. So I started envisioning that and building on it. And, you know, when I, you know, uh, finished playing basketball, I wasn't um, ever focused or determined to work for someone else or work a um, typical, uh, I guess you would call that nine to five job. I Mm. wanted to control my own expression fully. I didn't want to be limited. So uh, one reason why I stepped away from basketball also was because I started feeling that, right? The court has boundaries. 
And for me, they were getting too small again. So, you know, I wanted to do something that I had complete creative decision and control over. And that led me into developing the tour business that I have been running for some time. Um, you know, there's been a pause of that because of certain worldly situations. So that's been on pause. And Trisha, that is where a big shift has happened. Um, another big shift in where, as you say it so gracefully, is we have to pivot, right? Mm -hmm. So the pivot foot in basketball, I learned it physically. Now I had to learn it mentally, the pivot. And, you know, when we open up and allow ourselves to go beyond what is told to us as possible, and we start being able to stay present and pick up on the universal language, that's when opportunities such as when we met Trisha and I was looking to get into a position to facilitate well-being for others because I was just stepping into a possibility that I was learning more about myself and the qualities that I imbibe. And so, you know, looking to do that. And then Trisha, we worked together. Raju, we worked together. And that was the transition when I wasn't able to work on my touring business. I, uh, the universe fit me into a uh, teaching position at a high school teaching Italian. So the flavor was still alive and I, that allowed me the opportunity to learn the language on a level grammatically that I would have never envisioned. So it was a blessing on many levels. But during the time I was working at the high school, I was putting in that work with the programs, BCL, BCBM, amongst other things. And that is when I saw um, deeper into the possibilities of being an entrepreneur, following your heart, putting together something that only you can do specifically, sharing it with others and making magic happen. And that's what happened. You know, for our listeners that aren't familiar with some of these, mm -hmm. you know, VCL is uh, our Bold Conscious Leadership Group Coaching Program and BCBM is our Bold Conscious Business Masters Program that Ryan was a part of. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to put, put that out sure, there. Sure, sure. So, so Ryan, uh, you, you touched earlier on a mental pivot. Can you talk a little bit more about that? I mean, you know, we, we all know pivoting means you, this road is shut or there's a new hurdle, you're gonna pivot. So, so explain a little bit more, if you could, uh, what it meant, you know, as far as your heart, you know, the emotional pivot or mental pivot. How do you, what was the reason you chose that word? Well, I chose that word because, you know, as human beings, we are able to make choices and we have options, right? And that is the essence of being free and independent. And on the mental level with that pivot is the idea to replicate what we do physically, like I said, on the basketball court with our foot, because body-mind is all connected anyway. So if I see myself doing that physically, I can then project state and say okay this avenue for the time being isn't accessible so let me flow into another area that is accessible and thus the pivot into something else now the thing that like i was mentioning earlier is one time we if we are ever able to recall an instance in our lives that we were successful in 
completing or building something that we've done before. We just need, not just, but we need to bring that same energy into another avenue and it'll be successful anyway. Because if you do it with the heart and the right intentions, it's going to happen and it's going to be uh, successful for yourself and for those around you. So for me, it was a shift in energy visually into something different, bringing that same conviction, that same energy, that same enthusiasm that I did in other things into something else I'm passionate about. So doing something with your heart open and an unwavering focus, you know, when we're in congruence, as we've talked about in the program so many times, you know, that is going to allow you to fit into other spaces, other opportunities, and other blessings. So that's how I think I could describe that right now. You know what I love about athletes and you've played on a professional level is that athletes, you know, moment to moment demonstrate going above and beyond their comfort zone. And they have the discipline and the consistency to practice and to really get good at something and athletes often they know what visualization exercises can do for their game you know so those some of those disciplines that i think the average person wouldn't be aware of athletes certainly at the pro level understand the importance of closing your eyes visualizing yourself making that shot um, you know, visualizing the scoreboard and really, you know, being comfortable with um, following, you know, there's the play and then you know what the play is, but then something can happen that, of course, all the time in life, something life throws curveballs. Well, wrong sport now, <laughs> but life throws, you know, different situations that you may not have anticipated, but because you've practiced so much and you've felt what it's like to actually pivot right like on your toes you know to be agile to be flexible to be quick to really trust your instincts you know and to trust the other uh your teammates that are on the court with you to trust them to be able to feel each other's energy is such a powerful these are all powerful um you know I want to say capacities that we all have, but we might not be aware serve to really empower us. Yeah, that's so beautifully said. And as you're saying that, I just had visions of like all these different instances on the court and what that really means. All the things you say, you know, it's like basketball really has all of these qualities and lessons in it. And, you know, that is something that, you know, I'm doing now and I'm sharing a program that I've developed that utilizes basketball as a vehicle to enhance our awareness so we can be more aware of the type of consciousness and type of responsibility each of us really has. Mm -hmm. All right, so it's like basketball, yes, the physical dimension, we talked about the pivot, the mental dimension comes in, so we're doing uh, mental practices that are incorporated with that, emotional intelligence so that's something else that um, doesn't get necessarily taught in school that needs the a more of an outlet more of an expression and being able to utilize that with the spiritual foundation underneath it all because at the end of the day and at the beginning of the day that is everything anyway 
So we keep it real. We do that foundation. We work on the essence of what being means next to each other with groups of people, utilizing the visualization. We're incorporating the physical, of course, the mental that is there and the emotional as well. And you, these four pillars um, that, that basketball is holding up can be the foundation of an example in life that you can move into any area that you're working in. So, awesome. you know, so it's, yeah, I'm, I'm working, you know, right now with um, all different age uh, people, uh, you know, men and women. And it's, it, this is for even picked up who have also even picked up a basketball. So either way, so if, you've, if you're a veteran, if you never picked up a basketball, either way, you have an opportunity to get a window into years of experience that I've been through as a professional basketball player, been through all these different programs and established Yogi for over a decade. And I have put all this together in a package that throughout the last year and a half, I've worked with different clients, professional basketball player, and a couple other people. They've had tremendous growth. And for me, makes everything worth it is that how deeply you touch another person's life is how deep and rich yours is. My guru has said that, and that is the truth, and I live by that. So I am just blessed to, to be able in this position to do this. It's a beautiful thing. And um, yeah, so that's where it's at with that. Sorry, just to clarify for our listeners here too, uh, Ryan, you, you, you focus on what sort of uh, clients that, that they're ideal for you? Uh, it sounded like it was men and women and it could be any age group. Is there, is there a certain target audience for you that, that's right for it? And you're using basketball as a way to do that? Is that, is that what I heard? Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's right, uh, Raju. You know, I, I, work, with, I work with children um, for sure. You know, I have a son of my own who is seven and my daughter's 11 and, you know, I'm there like, basketball slash tennis coach and you know being around them brings me around other children and I work with kids all the time on the coaching level but what has been entered new this year was working with uh, a more mature audience all right so it could be anybody in their 20s 30s 40s 50s 60s and it's an alternative to maybe going to the gym and riding a bike or getting in the pool or doing a, this class or that class you do a basketball class with me but at the end of the day, you might even forget you're there to, to do basketball because it's, it's a very much of a part of it. We're learning, we're coordinating, um, we're, util we're utilizing all of these um, techniques of visualization, breath work all the time. Uh, I just, you know, coached someone this morning and, you know, at the end of the session, I asked him, I said, what is one thing you learned today that really stuck with you? And he was like, you know, breathing deeply before the free throw, you know, uh, breathing, catching my breath before the exercises so I'm back in it. And one thing that my father, uh, one of the things that my father um, implanted into me for the basketball was when you're on the free throw line, you have 10 seconds to yourself. The whole world in your view is watching, right? The whole stadium, everything's frozen down. Everybody's waiting on you. In that moment, there's so much potential. Like Trisha, you were saying earlier, um, I thrived on that free throw line. I loved being in that what was considered an uncomfortable space. I knew everybody's eyes were on me, but I knew that nothing was determined until I decided. So nothing was determined. I knew that nothing was happening. I was able to slow down time. And that was one of my first yoga practices that I was unaware of that I was doing. 
but really in that space, I was focusing on my breath work while I was preparing to shoot the free throw. And I relished that moment and I loved that opportunity. So sharing that with him today was definitely something um, that he responded right away that was beneficial. And these are many examples, but you know, Trisha, you were saying earlier about you have your plays and you got to follow directions as a team and trust and this and that. One of my coaches that really give a, a noticeable upgrade and boost to my career was one that told me, Ryan, you know the horses that they put those right here? It's not blinders. blinders, yeah. Yeah. That's not it. He's like, that's not it. He's like, I know you're following the 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 play and this and that, but I want you to start to learn to read the defense. Okay, so you know, if the defense does A, I'm doing B. If the defense does B, I'm doing C. Mm -hmm. So in that moment, I don't know what the defense is going to choose to do usually. So I'm as much as I'm dribbling the basketball, looking at the seconds on the clock, looking at what my teammates doing, catching my breath. I'm also reading what the defense is doing. And then I, I take what they give me and I take what they give me and I utilize that to make the power move. Yeah, that's such a great way to talk about the word bold, yes. right? So bold for us is not just a one-time thing. Bold is actually committed actions, repeated actions that demonstrate your willingness to dig deep, to move from a, a place of a space of courage and, you know, to really uh, be comfortable in the undefined spaces. And you were just, you were just uh, describing that. As athletes, again, and, and also as a yogi, you have so many tools, you know, in your tool belt to be able to, to do that well. If you had to just pick three, to share with somebody listening, maybe they didn't have, you know, they haven't had a decade of uh, practicing as a yogi. They, they, they're not a pro level um, athlete. What would you say are the top three practices that will help somebody tap into their boldness? Okay, so top three practices, um, you know, when, we, when you were saying boldness about repeated action, what came to mind for me was discipline, right? So the whole thing about discipline is getting, holding yourself responsible to do something repeatedly over time without, and the, there's a powerful thing in it when, if you don't see results, if you're not aware of results in the real time of doing it, but you continue to do it anyway, that builds a certain force and energy in you. Um, you know, like they would say, some of the wise ones, they would, somebody would come visit them and ask for some advice or they would want something. And they would say, by reading just their energy outside of their words, they would just say, you know, walk back down that mountain 10 times and then come back, right? And I remember reading these type of stories some time ago when I started educating myself through books on some various subject matters such as this. I didn't understand it. You know, I was like, why is it always something like that? I just want to know this, but then they tell me to go do that. 
when you look at things from the other side, it's a little bit different because you can understand that that in itself builds what you need. So the answer isn't always verbally, it's about uh, integrating a discipline. And that is bold because you have to keep a promise to yourself that I am going to do this. Now, when we do that, we end up empowering ourselves, whether we do it consciously or not. Hence, the discipline as being a foundation for something, because once you have that, you know that you are able to and willing to do anything else that comes your way. And that is also a form of liberation. Nice. So discipline is one of them. And as you were talking just now, it made me think of, of uh, those movies, the Karate Kid movies. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know, where he was like, paint the fence, you know. Yeah. Wax off. Wax, wax on, on yeah, wax right. off. Yeah, it, it was just like, he didn't get it, right? Like Ralph Macchio's character was like, what is this? I came, I thought you were going to teach me karate, right? And then it wasn't until, you know, he was on the mat and you know, he was fighting that he realized like, oh, those moves are coming in handy now, yeah. you know, paint the fence. <laughs> you know, it definitely. And, and that's, and it's funny you say that because I actually used that metaphor this morning with my client and, you know, I, I was having him doing something without the basketball in his hand, some ladder thing while I'm asking him math equations and he's like doing like multiple things, multitasking all at once. Because when we overload our system through the senses, when we get to a position where we just have one responsibility, it seems like cakewalk, right? So we want to overload and stimulate. And then you get to that position. It's like, okay, I got this. So I was saying that this morning while he's doing something that didn't seem so basketball-like, but I said, you know what? Yeah, I know you've seen Karate Kid, maybe the new one, but <laughs> it had the same thread. So definitely. And I think so. I definitely think one is discipline because you end up showing to yourself that you can do something and it just takes the first time to start every time mm -hmm. so what are the other two perhaps if there's others in your, on your mind so the other one that comes right in my mind is definitely most definitely meditation mm -hmm. um so the discipline which also can be part of meditation because um allowing yourself to step into that uh meditative state takes a decision so that is well, but you know, there is, there is, we are so overstimulated through our senses and this can cause great confusion in our system. Now we are getting stimulated through all five senses and our bodies are always on record, whether we are conscious or unconscious about. So is anybody we touch, anything we eat, anything we smell, see, or hear, our body is recording and that requires energy. So for us to be able to detach from this overstimulation in a way that isn't, um, doesn't require or isn't too um, challenging as far as going somewhere or doing something necessarily, we can lower our core of our body by sitting closer to the ground, centering with the earth, closing our eyes. So we're taking away our visual capability, which they say accounts for 70% of the allocation of the sense organs. Mm -hmm. 
Mm. So, so if we are shutting down the 70% of energy, that 70% is going to start going in other places. So our sense of hearing may go higher. Um, our sense of smell may increase, right? So we can start to explore other senses more so. And just by being a witness to that, you can start separating yourself from your senses a little bit. So you're not what you see. You're not what you smell. You're not what you hear. You're not what you touch. And that brings you to a whole nother dimension. But the main point of meditation is to really relax into being and we are in a doing society, so we need that balance with the being. So meditation is definitely, I would say, another one of the top things I would suggest. You know, it's it's amazing to to, to hear you break it down so simply, right? Because for every anyone listening here should be able to identify with in the way you describe meditation. It's it's so powerful. It doesn't mean they have to, you know, do anything. Oh, I don't know how to meditate. That's a, there's a common refrain, right? When yeah, and when if you, you heard that, yeah, it's like wow, there's nothing to know. Nothing to it. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, uh, you know, we, we you and I share some of those. You know, we, we've read some of the scriptures. I think that you have as well. It seems that way, and it's so powerful that just seventy percent of that belongs in just your eye. You know, your, your, what you're looking at. So that's a great way to just simply, you know, that's a great analogy of how you can shut down all the other senses pretty much, and you're in a different world. So Ryan, what would be the third, your third top piece of practice for someone to really step up their boldness, right? Because, you know, we're halfway through 2021 now and people listening to this, they're thinking about, okay, between now and the end of the year, what do I want it to look like? Perhaps, you know, somebody's making major, they're in the midst of making um, major moves or there's a decision they haven't yet figured out fully. And what you're sharing is so important to people listening to this that perhaps need to, you know, step into not just that boldness, tap into that courage, but also believe in, you know, themselves in a way that perhaps they never have before. So, you know, what you're sharing is so valuable. What would be that third practice? Yeah, so something came in, but then I got to go to a different one, but I have to mention it anyway. And that, of course, is gratitude practice. Mm. All right. Um, now, you know, that is a whole frequency in itself. And that is a beautiful way um, that is a, a closely associated with um, devotion which is what is a branch of yoga called bhakti yoga and that is the yoga of devotion so that is that gratitude allows ourselves to be um uh decorated with a sweetness of emotion Mm. which is which is very important because um you know a lot of us there there are those of us who distract ourselves consciously and unconsciously from things that we may not want to see or know about. Um, so for those of us who decide to see everything, it is important that we have that sweetness of emotion because if not, uh, the path can be uh, difficult and it can harden our own hearts. Mm. So I would say, I, I wanted to share that, but when you said the word bold, what came into my mind so it's like we need we should 
transition our focus from being nice to being real and being okay with that and accepting that because once we are able to be real, that's when we're living. Now, people would hear this and say, uh, that sounds harsh, Ryan, or, you know, that sounds like, I don't know, I don't know. I mean, nice is programmed, right? That nice, we're programmed to the point where people, in order to be nice, actually don't ever express themselves truthfully. And, you know, that then creates, you know, dynamics that are based on, on, <laughs> that dynamics that are based on weak foundation right that because everybody i we always say everybody wants to be seen heard and understood but how will you be understood if you're not really expressing yourself authentically so what's an example of you being real today versus you who you were before in another time when you weren't being real can you share something with us along those lines yeah, most definitely. You know, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, I think what has um, elevated me to honor the real me has been this pandemic. Um, so this pandemic has transformed me um, noticeably to myself and others. But I think that it has all of us in some ways. So it's not like it's a surprise. But what I'm getting at is also, you know, Raju, you were saying earlier, someone maybe who hasn't had the years of um, practice with a meditative um, practice and these type of things, mm -hmm. you know, the transformation that occurred during the pandemic of mine, where I really stepped into being the real me, has been in the works. You know, we, we look at the bamboo tree that for, I don't know, four or five years, whatever it is, doesn't show itself. And then all of a sudden it's all the way up. And, you know, we may not get the fruit of our action right away, but with discipline, with a meditative way of being, and with being real, which means honoring yourself, you are setting the conditions for this to happen. And, you know, um, I think that once my survival instincts had been called into play at the beginning of the um, pandemic that elevated everything else about me and made me see clear. And once I saw, once I was aware that I'm here just like everybody else, I said to myself, why not me? Mm. Why not me? It's time to be real because there's too much plastic there's too much fake in this world and if we don't come here to express ourselves to be real we won't be living really so the last thing i want to do is be against myself intention not being able to express and i don't want to be on my last breaths where i have regrets of not doing that because i feel like if we don't express ourselves um it is um is dishonorable to existence itself is there an example or a story you want to be able to share or i think we kind of got the the gist of it 
but does that mean we can be we can be expressive to be have a lower level emotion anger frustration or whatever because if that's if that's what it means to be real what is it that you might be able to share yeah so you know um i, I think wording it out loud now is going to be good for me because i've been navigating this a little bit now and i'm starting to see that if like i think it has to do with the sweetness of emotion of an open heart if you are able to be real and stay kind that's a whole thing in itself that is special mm. and that to be able to do that you you have to cultivate a meditative practice or a meditative way of being you need to be in gratitude and you need to honor yourself and be yourself by doing these things um i've uh, felt lived through uh, because you know there are times in my life years ago where through different um for different reasons of upbringing and surrounding circumstances like we all have i have lied you know i have mm -hmm. lied to people i have lied to people about different things in my life and i remember that feeling of it never feeling good you know so as I was becoming more aware of these different inner workings and ways of being, I started experimenting and saying, you know, I do not have to lie and I want to see what that feels like, mm. you know? So that shift of, of uh, allowing truth to shine through me was big and it's okay. It's okay to, um, honor yourself and your past for things that you have done that you are putting light on to make a difference in your life and for those around you. It's okay. That's what it's, that's what starts, right? Mm -hmm. That's where it starts. That's beautiful. That's really the boldness, yes. right? The boldness is being willing to be vulnerable and then moving differently repeatedly. And, you know, there's nobody listening to this that can't relate to what you just said. Mm -hmm. You know, we've all said the opposite of what we wish we could have said. We've all at some point in our lives, whether we were younger as a child or even as adults, you know, expressed ourselves in ways that was less than what we had hoped in order to keep things, yeah, you know, to, to be safe, right? We've, we've all experienced this idea of playing small in order to perhaps not make anybody else around us uncomfortable. And this idea of being an entrepreneur um, and wanting to be of service to others really requires tapping into that, that uniqueness within you because that is what creates the unity is allowing yourself to be different, that there is diversity, there's unity in diversity. And the more of us, the more of us willing to show up as who we really are and celebrate that and celebrate each other's, um, you know, unique gifts and qualities. When we can do that, we also are able to fully see that at the end of the day, we also share, we're also sharing the same the same joys, the same wounds, you know, and, and you talked about that universal language earlier, which is love, you know, at the end of the day, that's what everybody, everybody wants. So that's awesome. Thank you. So you mentioned at the beginning uh, about you, 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 you trying to be the light for others as well, right? You use the word light a few times, and that speaks to probably your many years of, uh, you said, 
10 years of uh, being a yogi and deepening some of those practices. So, so what might be a practice or two that has allowed you to be that awakened, that conscious? So, you know, everything we do is bold and conscious. So we've talked about bold. And is there anything around conscious or consciousness that you like to share that allows you to stay in the present moment to moment, living life in the way you want to live authentically? Yeah, I think that, you know, we're in a very special time where we have both our experiential spiritual happenings and we are also able to have science that is both confirming and always merging more with the spiritual um, essence that we know in ourselves. And, you know, we talked about this in the quantum realm that science is saying until you look at something, it's not there, it doesn't exist there. Yep. And, you know, that is right in line in line with beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Yep. So we are, we can, by, by it, it, you know, some people resonate more with a logical science explanation, but to limit life just to the logical and not allowing the illogical to be and, and, and witness it's like having it's how like having an airplane with the wings cut off and just driving it down the street. Mm -hmm. it, it's it's not, you know, you know, it doesn't it doesn't you're not utilizing the 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 vessel to its highest capability and experience. Mm -hmm. So if we want to fly, we need to integrate and accept and see this illogical, um, this maybe even non-physical dimension that allows us to be full flesh and beings. So, you know, I think, um, you know, to be able to fully flourish, we have to build a physical foundation that is healthy, that is um, in alignment with what we want to do. But that also adds that other dimension that is sometimes hard to explain, but can be cultivated through something very um, simple as well, which can be shutting your eyes, and focusing on your breath. It can be being around somebody and being comfortable being quiet around somebody and seeing what comes up, right? That for me, you know, sometimes I, 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 I so I, I've obviously scientists and yogis are very similar because we experiment a lot, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, one of my many practices, for instance, like as you were asking, could be when I'm around people is to not put anything out and just be and allow even what people may consider as uncomfortable science silence to be happening. But 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 silence is so loud when it's when it's uncomfortable. So that's something to be with. And it can tell you so much about yourself. Mm. So, you know, you know, I think that's that's a powerful practice in itself is to be around somebody in silence and just see what comes up and be present. That's just a simple practice that can accentuate some of these. So much, wow. <laughs> so much uh, gold here, so much value in what you're sharing. And, you know, in the past year, Raju and I have worked with you in our programs and have really seen and witnessed your own growth, your continued transformation. It's been really fulfilling for us to be able to um, 
be a part of that. So, um, you know, we're curious, what, what has it meant for you to be on this adventure? And, and let's say, you know, we've, we've been here, we've talked about pretty much, you know, your, your life. And like we've been saying all along, last year really presented um, a, a different opportunity. The pandemic presented a different opportunity for you. You know, what has it meant for you to be on this adventure as a result of that? Well, what has it meant for me? You know, I, I feel that where we are right now is where we are supposed to be because of our karma and our will. So, you know, I feel that once, you know, that pandemic uh, came into play and everything started changing really quickly, it came back to the essential questions of life. For me, it did. Again, who am I? Why am I here? What do I want to do? So asking ourselves those questions amongst a few others, one of those will do, but, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, again, a few of those type of questions in line and really sitting with that and contemplating that and saying, what is this undescribable experience that we are here sharing with what seems to be others? So these are the questions that um, have put me in that space of where, you know what? I'm going to do something that I feel called to do. And I'm going to see it through because I've done that with everything I've done in my life is see it through. So I know they say, they say, right? Believe uh, half of what you see and nothing of what you hear, something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Accurate. So for me, it's like, my own experience is enough, but if I choose to participate in the external world on different levels, I need to see it. Mm. So that's for me. Um, on different levels, <laughs> you know, it just brought me to another question or a topic that I want you to expand on. For those contemplating an entrepreneurship journey, Ryan, can you share how it was that you ended up creating what you've created with Bucci Tours? Um, uh, Bucci, I forget the name of your food now that you're just launching. Um, Sicilian Specialties. Bucci mm. Sicilian Specialties. And then you have the coaching. You know, it would be, it would be good for you to just quickly share you know, what made you choose these avenues, right? Because we are multidimensional beings, right? And we exist on many planes and we evolve and we change. And I think sometimes people don't, don't um, start something new because they're afraid that they don't have it right. And what I think you demonstrate so beautifully is that there isn't just one thing right? That you can step into all of these different facets of you. So can you just quickly share for those listening, you know, what made you decide on, on these offerings, these products, these services, and what, you know, how that could be um, inspiration for perhaps, you know, someone contemplating, you know, maybe leaving their jobs and, and, and what they could do instead? Yeah, I think, um, 
you know, it comes down to asking yourself that question of what, what, what it is that you want to do. And I think, um, you know, the whole level of entrepreneurship can be so life changingly powerful on many levels, such as the ones that we've experienced together, because part of taking that step into the, into the, what society calls it, um, a possible dangerous space of entrepreneurship really is only, um, you're only dealing with yourself on that. And if you are able to deal with yourself, even sitting with your eyes closed, you already are gaining that confidence that you can do things uh, on your, by your own or on yourself. So for me, it's like this, like we talked about this year through the work that we've done together is the most important thing is investing in yourself because the more you invest in yourself, the brighter you're going to shine. And then the opportunities that are supposed to align with you will just happen. Right. Cause we're not getting in that lack or that separation mode where we're like thinking we need to guess something because that's the thing that we're worthy of. No, we're changing that whole dynamic. Now we're shifting into a new reality. It is obvious as I've ever seen it. I can't speak for everybody but it is obviously different and this isn't a way of allowing things to come because of the power that we have inside all right so how we cultivate what is inside of us is going to end up resonating and attracting that which we are mm -hmm. so that that requires though walking in faith right mm -hmm. so this walking in faith is something that is extremely intertwined with entrepreneurship so that's why I feel that getting into the entrepreneurial lane and expressing um, your creative capabilities and passions through a business, it is fundamental that your spiritual game is on point. And that's just the fact. That is a fact. <laughs> we always say, right? What do this we always it. say? You know, business is a spiritual journey. journey. Yeah. You know, 40 years, it's like thousands of years packed into your 40 years, my friend. So, <laughs> you know, I, I could just keep going on and on listening to all this amazing wisdom you've been sharing. And, you know, many of these things, you know, we, we, we share with you. This is just very powerfully put. I think your way of conveying and, you know, how you put it together and the way you talk about it, it's just like you're, it's just like you ooze all of that heart and the what did you say earlier? Emotional sweetness that comes through. Yes, that was clear. beautiful. Unbelievable. Thank you, Rosie. So, that means a lot to hear you say that coming from you. Well, we appreciate that. Thank you. So, you know, we, we, we never take for granted these, these amazing conversations, but, you know, particularly with you uh, today, you're just like distilling so many lessons of being bold and being conscious and, you know, the, the, the business side of, you know, being, you know, pursuing spirituality while you're an entrepreneur and you know those are often mixed up as co conflicts or this is how can you be a businessman you have to be you have to be someone someone else to be a businessman you can't be kind you can't be heart led sorry we don't think that's the case we we here we are ryan you're you're a total demonstration of what it means to be a heart-centered absolutely leader entrepreneur and you're doing all of these things so amazing what an inspiration yes, yes you are. thank you Thank you. I so in that vein, since we, we never take anything for granted and we've just learned so much just in every conversation with you, what might you have discovered about you in this conversation this past hour or so? 
if anything? Well, I've uh, discovered, or I could say confirmed that I'm very comfortable sharing the real me um, to everybody and anybody. And, um, you know, I'm learning more about myself every day. And I think that that's what it means to be born again every day is to mm. learn, find new things. Mm. So, you know, once we are able to see that every day uh, something can happen or something or we can grow from it or we, it's really a new a new shot at life every day. And I think that this last, you know, like I said, in this last conversation that we've had, um, I've got the confirmation, not that I was looking for it, but it's it's this is part of the discipline. Um, and when you do it for a certain amount of time, you feel comfortable, you start to embody who you are and who you want to be if you're on a path. Beautiful, beautiful. Ryan, where can people find you? I'm sure that you've inspired so many with what you've just shared with us. Where can people find you? So you can find me on uh, Instagram, uh, at ra.bucci, R-A.B-U-C-C-I. You can find me on Instagram with my touring business, Bucci Tours. I'm on Facebook with both of those as well. And I have my website, buccitours.com. Um, and I am in development right now of creating a site or a landing page for the new program that I'm developing right now with basketball. Um, and you can email me, ryanbucci0, at gmail or it, uh, ryan at buccitours.com um so right now I'm, I'm developing a few things but you know you can reach out to me in any way and we can make a lot of things happen and right now i have a um, you know depending on some things with the world but i'm looking to get back out on tour in september um possibly october depending on a few things but my main focus after tour season is going to go right back to me um sharing space with people for healing for growth for conscious awareness uh through basketball and also through um virtual platforms um hikes i'm developing a lot of stuff so i'm really excited and i'm um happy and very grateful to be able to share um with others that's fantastic so for those of you who couldn't take notes uh, don't worry, we'll take, put all those details that Ryan just mentioned about where to reach him and all his various platforms. We'll put them in the show notes. So look out for those and feel free to reach out to Ryan. So there's so much to look forward to mm. with you, Ryan. We're so honored that you were able to join us today. And we're sure this won't be the only time. Uh, you know, I'm sure that we'll have you again. And um, we really do thank you for being a part of our, our journey mm. as well, you know, being one of our first clients to join our Bold Conscious Leadership Program and also our Bold Conscious Business Masters Program. We are so grateful for your belief in what it is that we put together, you know, to serve um, people like you. So we we really have um, such gratitude and appreciation for you and what you're doing. And we're so, we're so honored to witness yes. you out there creating what you're creating, making a difference in people's lives and that you're just really living from your heart and really showing up as a bold conscious leader. So thank you. Mm -hmm.
Thank you. Truly, Thank you. truly honored. Thank Brian. you. Thank great you. to know you. Thank you. Thank so, you for having me. It's been, it's been great as always. I feel like every time we engage in dialogue, we're making shifts in the universe. So let's keep it going. Well, we can't wait to see more of your successes and hear more about them on our next episode with you. Thank you. Beautiful. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Ryan. We bring you these conversations to inspire you on your journey, to encourage you, to excite you and sustain your enthusiasm on this trip. We know it's not easy. We've been there before. And that's why we put together something that will support you. Go to our Instagram account at Bold Conscious Leaders. There is a link in the bio for a masterclass that you can access for free called How to Transition from Employee to Entrepreneur. So subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Leave us a review and give us some feedback so we know what sort of topics to bring you in the future. And like anything else in life, nothing changes if nothing changes. And all you need is just one idea, one idea that just might change the trajectory of your life. So please go be bold. Focus on the what and the why and let the how unfold.